Hey, I'm Pop Runkle, and for as long as I can remember, I've loved pop culture. Despite the challenges I've faced in my life, pop culture has always been there for me. I love talking to people and being a platform for others to share their thoughts stories. Because if there's one thing I never get tired of, it's seeing driven, talented, and inspiring individuals follow their dreams, no matter what obstacles are in their way. And I know a thing or two about that. Welcome to the DJ Bob Show. I'm DJ Bob. Roll it. I love when I get to talk to just straight-up creative people on this podcast. That's what happens with our next guest, Scotty Felix and Corey Gare. We talk with them about their wonderful business, Sunflower Pictures. Working in the media landscape, their new independent film being released, the creative process, and so much more. It was a good hang with two great guys. Enjoy the chat. So, for those that don't know you, could you kind of introduce yourself, who you are and what you've done, and your current projects? Big floor, Corey, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we. Uh, my name is Corey Gare, and I am a cinematographer and filmmaker and this is my business partner and the director of our company um it's called the sunflower pictures um scott felix on the call as well and yeah together with a few other people we have a company um, production company called sunflower pictures and right now we're gearing up to shoot our next um sort of bigger narrative project which is a short film called leaves of glass um we're hoping to shoot that in the next few months and use it as an opportunity to create our first feature film so for the both of you what is the hardest part for you about being a creative person and getting something out there that you desperately want to create um that's a it's a good question that's probably a question every single filmmaker probably thinks about that uh, every night to be honest but um you know I, I think that uh there's there's a lot of pressure in terms of just like what we're in as a society right now in terms of just like the amount of content that we're always seeing every single day and like social media and you know the the idea that everyone is doing so great and being so successful and, um, you know, that adds a lot of pressure to um, being an artist because you obviously want to be recognized for your work. Um, but there's also uh, a, a sense of being able to, you know, take it in stride and know that like your time is coming in, in a natural way and things that should be happening um, in the way that they're supposed to. And, you know, since meeting Corey uh, in, in summer of 2020 during the pandemic, you know, I've been able to really grow as an artist. And, and uh, like I said, a lot of that is, is due to uh, the collaboration that I've been able to build with Corey and um, just being able to 
you know, want to want to tell stories that mean something and, uh, and and make an impact on someone's life, you know, because that's ultimately what I think the the art form is for. And, you know, Corey has similar sensibilities in that. And I think that's why we get along so well. And, you know, we're like I said, like like he said, you know, we're really excited about what this next film uh, proposes because it gives us an opportunity to show our growth as artists and as filmmakers um, and over the last couple of years. And uh, yeah, we're just we're really excited to be having another opportunity to put something like that on the screen. Go, let's talk about this new project. I mean, it got funded, but they're got funded which is great because a lot of these projects on kickstarter or other crowdfunding platforms just straight up don't get funded so what does that mean to you that your community and people supported this project and talk a bit about it yeah um i mean in our field the your community is sort of I mean, most fields, but in particular, Sunflower Pictures, the community that we are, have been able to build um, kind of on set and beyond um, in all sorts of different categories of life, not just filmmakers. Um, you know, we're connected with athletes and musicians and um, other types of storytellers as well, which is really cool. But um, yeah, we've made it a, a big goal to um, prioritize building our community and keeping it close and um, making that a North star for a lot of our work is to um, create projects and opportunities where people really feel passionate about um, coming together and collaborating and creating um you know, the, the artwork in this case, it's a film. So, or in, in the, in our field of work, it's film. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, with the Kickstarter being funded, that's just, a um, that's just a, uh, representation of, you know, how much our community supports us and how much, you know, they mean to us. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's everything, you know, it's success is, you know, it's, it's only great if it's shared and, um, you know, being, being alone and success is you're still alone. So I think that's, you know, that's something that we, we really, um, want to highlight and, you know, it, it ultimately makes it more fun because, you know, when you end up finishing the film and celebrating its, um, you know, it's accomplishment, you're in a room with a bunch of people that you worked on together and you kind of went through this, um, you know, very intensive, um, competitive, high, high stakes, uh, experience together. And, uh, when you come out the other side, you have like a really strong bond. So, um, yeah, I mean that, you know, I think that just reflects in, um, you know, when we launch a Kickstarter, it's not, you know, it, 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 it is like on paper, but we, it's not like, Hey, give us your money. Um, buy, you know, it's like, Hey, we want you to, be a part of this and join this sort of um, this collaborative effort to create something special. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we see it. And it's, it's, we're lucky to have the opportunity to see that kind of come back to us through opportunities of um, crowdfunding like that. The interesting thing that I want to point out about Kickstarter for those that don't know is that you don't reach the goal 
all the money gets given back to all the backers. So, like, it's really kind of like a do-or-die mm-hmm. approach. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely, like, motivating to get the word out there you know when you launch one of those campaigns you definitely want to do it with um, a high level of intentionality and you know we we did a lot of work um, prior to launching the campaign to do everything we can to make sure that it became successful and so in that way um, you know it's not just like hey we put this thing together you know fingers crossed we you know we've had we had pretty extensive um a pretty extensive plan in place with our executive production team and um yeah just did a lot of sort of foundational work so that when that did launch it there there was already momentum behind it to help push it through these communities as opposed to just kind of pressing launch and you know hoping and praying and um I think that like platforms like Kickstarter um recognize stuff like that um it was cool because Kickstarter notified us last week that um, the 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 project we we launched became they put it on their platform as a project they love is what they call but basically like highlighting our project on their um, platform and across their UI and stuff um, just because they could tell like the it was pinging those communities in ways you know that were that were sort of raising flags for them. So tell me a little bit about the film. What can we expect from it? Uh, it's going to be a weird one, that's for sure. Um, but that's the type of films we like to tell. So, But uh, it, it's more or less like a modern-day witch story uh, that takes place in a neighborhood called Watts. And uh, a lot of it was inspired by you know many different things, uh, one of them being that the lead actor in the film, Ezekiel Pacheco. Um, we've been friends for a very long time and uh, he's a phenomenal actor. And uh, he, he has um, an incredible story just in his own life and, and with his family and like what they do in their store. And uh, one of the things that when I met him about five years ago, I always knew that I wanted to tell a story with him um, and it was centered around his home. And, uh, you know, we, we really approached that with, um, with a lot of tenderness and, and being delicate on the matter because it's so personal. But, you know, at the same time, Ezekiel's an artist and um, he wanted to really tell a story that uh, was impactful and, and really has an opportunity to be unique. And, you know, just the way that myself and Corey's storytelling style is, is that we always want to be venturing um, into uncharted territories when it comes to exploring different types of like film language and making things that are a little unorthodox and eccentric at times and um you know so we we're really we're really excited about it and i think that it's going to be a very interesting watch for a lot of people because it's going to be a film that ventures on uh the thriller aspect mixed with you know a little bit of like folk horror uh moments and uh yeah it's uh, it's going to be a fun one for sure Something that I noticed about just the trailer alone, the little promo video, is that diversity and inclusion plays a big role in this. So what does highlighting that mean to you guys within not only this, but within your work? 
Yeah, um, I, I think that, you know, the at the the heart of this story, um, it's a Mexican story, uh, Mexican-American story to be specific. And, you know, I, I think that there's been a lot of witch stories that have happened in the past or witch films, I should say, that really center on, um, you know, old English people um, from like, you know, the 1600s. And though those films are amazing in their own right and are classics some of them um you know we wanted to just try something different and uh you know with myself um and me being from uh, a mexican family on my dad's side that was something that i was really intrigued in in terms of exploring some of that folklore that seems like it's hasn't really been explored in a very uh serious matter i think we've seen you know um mexican horror films uh to some degree where you know, they come out every now and then a couple of years, every few years. And uh, a lot of them seem like they're just like jump scares and, and things that don't really carry a lot of poetry or soul to it. And that was something that was super important to us when putting together Leaves of Glass and wanting to make sure that this was a different kind of witch story. Um, one being that it's centered around a Mexican family and then two, that it's in a modern day setting, which I think is really intriguing. Um, and, you know, most importantly, um, putting those characters on screen in an authentic way that are in it, that are in that neighborhood in Watts. Um, so, you know, the, we le thankfully we have uh, an incredible cast and, you know, they're up for the challenge. And that was, you know, at our at our forefront the entire time is like authenticity. And I think that we're definitely going to be able to achieve that. I'm so excited to check it out because it is such an interesting look at, you know, like you said, when people think like a witch hunt story, they think of something from the 1600s. Yeah. Well, and it's ingrained in their brain. They're kind of stuck in that period. So this is kind of a unique twist. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's that's one of the fun things about being able to you know make films on the indie level is trying to do different things that feel like they haven't been done recently or you know ever for that matter and you know though we're definitely inspired by a lot of like great filmmakers that have come before us we're definitely trying to not necessarily be any replication of any filmmaker or a uh, film that has come out before us you know we're really wanting to try different things and um, you know, fall on our face in the process. And that's yeah, just as helpful too. So hopefully we don't, but you know, that's, that's part of uh, being in a good place as a filmmaker is when you're really venturing on the line of like uncertainty and being like, man, I don't know if we're going to pull this off, but usually that's when the uh, really great moments happen. So can we talk a little bit about the production company as a whole? Because films are not all that you tackle. Corey, would you mind uh, expanding on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Scott mentioned earlier, um, we met kind of in the peak of the pandemic in 2020 and, um, just kind of aligned on the type of stories we wanted to tell and the type of work that we were interested in doing. Um, and we weren't really, neither of us were really in a space at the time to, um, have those opportunities. So we figured, you know, we might as well, um, create those spaces for us so that's kind of how sunflower pictures started um and yeah i mean you know i think that we talk about this a lot like what you know it's only we're only kind of on year two so you know we're still kind of troops on the ground trying to build this thing from the bottom up but 
um, we talk about a lot, like what is the future of um, sunflower pictures look like? And, you know, one thing that's very clear to us is we want to make feature films. That's like going to be our North star for um, most things. Sunflower, I would say um, it, it's a long process and it takes a lot out of you, but it's also like, how we see our legacies as filmmakers living on is through these feature films. Um, outside of that, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of other sort of um, opportunities that we talk about that we hope that we can implement into the company um, as we grow. Um, you know, we want to create opportunities for other um, filmmakers to um, work in the space and, um, have a platform to highlight their work. Um, you know, we've talked very loosely about, you know, one day maybe doing a festival, like a film festival, um, where we highlight work that, you know, we feel like is, um, kind of in the same nature as the stuff that we're putting out or, you know, pushing boundaries, um, as you know, in the film industry and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's all right now we're, we're, we're very early on, we're, we're in the infant stage of our company, but, um, you know, ultimately everything we do, um, as filmmakers and as owners of this, um, production company is with the thought in mind to create features and create work that, um, you know, we're proud of. And, you know, one thing Scott talks a lot about in terms of like, the projects and the um, the films that we're making is it's kind of a cool perspective is, you know, when we go make these films like Leaves of Glass um, or like our previous short film, which is called Panorama, um, which we just kind of finished the whole PR campaign for. Um, when we make these films, they're sort of a representation of where we are in our lives at that time. So, you know, um, the 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 previous film we did kind of had themes about where we were in our lives at that time and then as we approached this film concept we were just asking questions like what are you know what as you know a man in your late 20s what what are some themes in your life that are prevalent you know what are things that you think about um you know in your own life personally and you know one one thing that we kind of um, talked about for this film is sort of this transition from being like a young man to an adult and what it means to be like a good man and all the decisions you make in your life are setting yourself up to become, you know, potentially a husband and a father, you know, in the next 10, 15 years. Um, so I think that's like the cool thing is, you know, when we're old or we're dead and the, you know, um, and our families are, you know, our generations are beyond us. They can look back at these films and these projects and kind of, you know, watch the film and say, Hey, you know, this is what grandpa Scott or grandpa Corey was kind of like, this is their perspective on this type of thing when he was, you know, my age, you know, like that's, that's kind of a cool way to look at it. So yeah, I mean, kind of a long-winded answer, but you know, that's that's sort of our whole motivation. And ultimately, you know, Sunflower Pictures is a um, it's a platform to create films, but it's also um, an opportunity, you know, like I said earlier, to kind of build this um, community and this brand identity, um, where you know we we really welcome collaboration um, in the film industry, and 
you know, it's a very competitive space and, you know, you have to, you kind of have to put yourself on and you have to, you know, it is very dog eat dog, but I think that, you know, that's also a very, um, old way of looking at filmmaking and, you know, with this perspective that we have, you know, opening our arms to collaboration, all that does is make our work, um, better. And, you know, that's, that's ultimately the goal. So, so yeah, I mean, we're excited, man. It's, uh, you know, we're hoping to grow this thing pretty, pretty heavily in the next five to 10 years. So we'll see. Just a second ago, you brought up brand identity and that is so important to me because if you don't have brand identity, if you don't have consistency, then people won't know what to expect within your landscape. So how important is that to you? And what are the steps that you take to make sure that your brand identity is clear? Uh, I would say making sure that at least with, you know, sunflower, one thing that we always want to make sure of is that uh, it's, it's tasteful and well thought out and that we're not just trying to do like fast fashion things where, um, you know, just pumping stuff out just to, I don't know, get attention. Um, we always want it to be looked at with quality and to know that uh, when people see the Sunflower logo, they know that they're at least going to be getting something that's unique, that it's well thought out, that it looks professional and that, um, that it's, that, you know, that there's a, there's a cool visual style to it. And, you know, we, we, we really pride ourselves on like the creative that, goes into every sunflower project whether it's a commercial a music video or a film Um, but you know first and foremost we want that we want that quality to always be there when you see our logo now let's be honest what's the hardest part about working with each other (laughs) (laughs) that's a good question i bug Corey too much that's for sure i like that one um no i mean you know i think one good thing is we're always kind of like pressing each other to, to, to make, it's kind of like, we have like an accountability factor on each other to make ourselves better, you know? So, um, and that, that's kind of the case with most of the people we choose to collaborate with, but, you know, ultimately, um, yeah, I think it's, um, just keeping each other accountable and always, you know, having this level of humility and, you know, it's a, it's definitely tough because you're you're always balancing this this confidence that you kind of have to have as a filmmaker in order to become successful. Because if you're not confident in your work, no one's going to believe in you or believe in the project. But you also have to be humble in the fact that you don't know everything, and you never will. You know, even the the best filmmakers learn stuff on their tenth, eleventh movies. You know, so. Um, I think, yeah, that, that's the biggest thing, you know, right now, I, you know, this is like, uh, we've kind of talked about, you know, if you, if, if we were to look at like our careers on paper, you know, at the end of our career, you know, it's, it's really just hardly started. You know, if you think about the directors and the filmmakers that are recognizable, um, to most people like a Tarantino type person or a Scorsese or whatever, um, you kind of think about what, you know, the first thing you really know about them is kind of what their first movie was, you know, and we haven't even done that yet. So um, in a way it's, it's cool. Cause we're, we're 
we're inching our way there. And once that start, that ball starts to roll, you know, you, you have to have a solid foundation. And one of our other business partners, Cyrus, um, is a big part of that as well. You know, he's definitely one of the people in our, in our circle that really holds us accountable, you know, um, especially with Scott, they, Scott and Cyrus have a good relationship with development where, you know, Cyrus is a great guy to try and poke holes in your boat in a good way, you know, to try and make it sink before you put it in the water, you know? And, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, for me, that's like a big, big part of, um, you know, continuing the success of this company. Well, I don't know what you got to say, Scott, go ahead and say I'm it. Just, I'm just trying to keep up with how talented Corey is. I mean, the guy's a musician, he graphic design stuff. He's a photographer, he's a DP. So I'm just, I'm just kind of good at like writing and, and asking questions on set. So I'm trying to just keep up with Corey, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I also bug him too much. I'm sure that, <laughs> that, that works too. That works too. So one of the things that we all kind of have in common is we built our brand from the ground up. I mean, I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. We're going on our 13th oh. year wow. this summer. And Crazy. so what were kind of the trials and tribulations of getting this from the ground up mm. and oh, starting man. it? Um there's i mean there's a there's a a long list <laughs> of things but um i would i would say that it's definitely building the reputation of quality that like we spoke about a couple minutes ago um the next biggest thing i would say is aligning yourself with like-minded creatives that have the same sensibilities as you um cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this town that are in, you know, the entertainment industry and um, many of them are in it for different reasons and operate on a different set of uh, guidelines and how they want to operate their uh, individual business, you know, in terms of like what they do as a independent contractor in this industry. So um, a lot of it has been just like finding people that, you know, have the same sensibilities that we do, not that ours are the best or you know, the most uh, sacred, I don't know, but at least people that want, that are easy to talk to, that are easy to collaborate with. And that, you know, like uh, what Corey referenced to Cyrus is somebody who like likes to poke holes in the, in the story. There's, there's plenty of people that are required and, and needed to be able to make any type of project, whether it's a commercial or a film. And, you know, that it takes a, a Herculean effort from so many different people. So when you have an aligned group that makes things a lot easier. Um, and even then with all of that, uh, chemistry you have, it's still hard as hell to even get the thing done. So, um, I would, I would definitely say just like cultivating that community and, and, and sustaining that community because it's never a finish line. It's definitely something that's ever growing and constantly fluctuating and moving and, you know, checking in with people. I mean, there's plenty of times where, I'll just check in with Corey to see how he's doing, you know, just with his like mental space and making sure he's good and plenty of other people on our team that I do that with because, you know, I really value them. And I know that if those people aren't involved or if, if they're distracted or whatever the case might be, um, our product and our storytelling won't be the same. So um, the community aspect is definitely a huge factor. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, 
I think that in, in my experience, you know, it's, it's on Instagram, social media from afar, you know, things are always more sparkly, right? Like things are, that's kind of like a, that's like, everything's got a, a wrapped up layer on it. But, you know, the reality is, you know, like the last two years have been a lot, a lot of, you know, grindy kind of, um, you know, work that uh, pays the bills and keeps the lights on. That isn't necessarily the most intrinsically rewarding stuff, but, you know, ultimately, you know, you're still practicing the craft and enhancing your skills. Um, but you know, when, when we first, the first phone call me and Scott ever got on, you know, was talking about how the type of work that we want to do for a living is not going to be something that's going to, um, I say it's not like a rope, uh, soaked in kerosene that one spark hits it and it's going to ignite the whole thing. Like it's a, it's a, it's a slow burn and it, it's a more, um, you know, it's, it's not as straightforward to get there and create those things. So that's always been kind of like in the back of our minds and even on the front really is it's, you know, this is a long-term um, investment of time and, um, you know, energy and, you know, this is all we do now. This is, this is our, this is our nine to five, you know, so um, which we're lucky that it is. So I think, yeah, I think it's just balancing, you know, the the realities with the fantasies of where you want to go and then also you know like scott said like the mental health component man is like huge because um when you when you start to become your own filmmaker become your own boss become you know uh owner of a company and you know things are all piling up on you you know that definitely like can add a lot of um stress and anxiety to your plate and, you know, in film, that's something that really like creeps up on people. And that happened to me in this last year where, you know, anxiety really started to impact me. So I had to like make an intentional effort to, um, you know, take care of that and make that an active part of my life as like a human, not just Corey, the filmmaker, but Corey, like the guy, you know, yeah, kind of, kind of just taking care of yourself and, you know, the people around you, like Scott said. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's definitely like a lot of the stuff that we've been dealing with and you know we could go three months without a job and then get slammed the next month and like you'll be fine but you know at the end of that third month it's like oh man you know there's a lot of uncertainty there but exactly ebbs and flows for sure yeah so something that i always ask my guest just out of curiosity to add to the conversation is do you guys have any questions for me about what I do in this platform here? Because I want to know what you guys want to know. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious of like when you're when you're interviewing somebody, like, what's the the prep for that? Like, do you have to you know write down questions ahead of time and like do research on them, or like how how does that process go? You know, people are shocked that I really don't prep the way most people do. Because what I realized is, if you write questions, you sound stiff. You sound absolutely stiff, and it sounds so pre-planned, yeah. and it's not natural. 
so I have notes, but I I don't stick to them. I mm. use them as a guide rather than a lifeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to. I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, you said um, this summer will be your 13th year, so congratulations on doing this for that long because that's you know that's about as long as I've been involved with this industry and you know it feels like a long time and uh you know in relativity to the age of you know that's a pretty impressive thing to do but I think um yeah I'm curious like what you know what your ultimate goal would be with your podcast and then also who would be like your dream uh interviewee on on the podcast there are so many of those and (laughs) there it's like a laundry list of like people that i just want to grab and talk to sure i think my main goal with this podcast is to show that people with disabilities can do cool stuff and it doesn't have to be disability centric because There are so many disability podcasts, and that bothers me to no end. Yeah. Because it becomes patronizing. Yeah. Super condescending. Mm. And something that I always tell creatives, like a director, somebody that I speak to, is after a conversation today, I'm not asking you to go into the writer's room or go into the editing bay and change the scene because there wasn't a bit about disability inclusion. Mm. But if I would get thought in your mind for one second, then I've done my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like just so it's in their head. And if they have to refer back to it, that's important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we respect that perspective a lot because, um, you know, you're, you're Bob, the DJ Bob, and you might have a disability, but that's not like who you are, you know? So um, I think that that's important. And it's, it, I think that having the creative, a creative space and platform to, um, you know, present yourself is a very important thing, you know, because as an artist, it's, you know, there, there are no rules or boundaries and, you know, like you can break rules if it's for the sake of your passion and it's your art and that's what you want to do. So I think like, you know, props to you for doing that and bringing that up too. Cause I think that that is like a sensitive subject, you know, in, in film a lot, you know, we see it a lot and, um, you know, I'm sure, like you said, in podcasts as well, you know, I'm sure it's a very obvious thing when they make it very, you know, disability centric. Another mm-hmm. thing is I never used to talk about my disability on this podcast mm. because I never wanted it to be, for lack of a better term, the make a wish. Right. The feel bad for this guy or... One of my favorite questions I've gotten is, who set this up for you? What organization did this? It's like, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, just because, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, just exactly. because there's no organization to do this, or 
I mean, I would love to there to be one for kids and teenagers in my predicament if they're into this kind of thing. Sure. But I didn't have that, and I built it literally in my den, in my house. Mm. Yeah, man. So, I mean, you know, we that's uh, that's something to be proud of for sure. And you know, I think, um, you know, moving forward, you know, you you're having us on your podcast. You know, we're very excited and um, you know, grateful that you wanted to spend time to talk about our film and our company and us and everything. So, you know, as as we grow, and I'm sure you grow too. You know, keeping in touch and you know. Hopefully one day we work on movies with people that you want to interview and we can be like, Hey, you know, like we got, we got the end now with, you know, whoever that may be. So, um, you know, that's kind of like the whole thing we're saying about, um, you know, when we, when we do things to represent our company and even ourselves, you know, it's, it's all, it's all very intentional and, uh, you know, nothing's usually done just, to do it for no reason. So, you know, like, um, you know, us connecting here, even, you know, it's a great start of relationship and hopefully over the years we can come back and talk about, you know, this, this interview with me and Scott being, you know, little baby filmmakers and when we're all old and jaded and crusty director and cinematographer guys, we can come back and talk about it. Well, you always have a place here. Appreciate that. I mean, that's another thing we were talking about is just like the building of the community, you know, and uh, I think that that's like uh, a safe haven for all creatives, you know, not even just people who are in these certain uh, departments, you could say of like the creative industry. Um, it's just being able to like connect, you know, having having a, a, a somebody approach us about stuff they're trying to promote maybe and being like, yeah, we know DJ Bob, you know, make that call real quick, you know, and vice versa. If you're like, Hey, a uh, quick question on this. I mean, it's just an ever growing network and, you know, I think life's too short to try to do things alone. So when you are, you're able to invite new creatives into the space and uh, build that familiarity with them, it just makes, makes life fun, makes, makes it easier. And it just keeps on growing, man. It's just a big old butterfly effect. And thankfully we've had, you know, a lot of uh, good interactions the last few years that have kind of led us to here and, you know, even to this, this call or this, this podcast right now. So, you know, again, just like Corey said, want to thank you for having us on and um, excited for, you know, a new, new creative buddy to be moving forward, you know? Yeah. And I would much rather have a conversation than do an interview. Cause when people hear the yeah. term interview, mm. they get all stuffy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. sort of egotistical. <laughs> In some so, yeah. So I'm just glad to have a conversation with you both. Absolutely. So where can people find you guys on social media, website, the film, all of it? Uh, well, I, I'm usually operating on Instagram, as most of us are. Um, my thing's just Scotty Felix, just my name. So, um, and then our our uh, production company is um, on Instagram as well at the Sunflower Pictures, and then I think uh, Corey's got a fun one, I believe. So, well, I mean, I think for in terms of connecting with us, yeah, Instagram's a great place. Um, the Sunflower Pictures. We also have a website, sunflowerpictures.com. Um, in terms of the film, 
you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit to be determined in terms of when and where people can experience it. Um, one thing that we hold close to us is, you know, with our, our sort of higher level short films that we really put work into is we want people to experience and watch those in a movie theater if they can. Um, so with this film and the intention of it, you know, hopefully one day becoming a feature film, you know, we'll be submitting it to a lot of film festivals and that'll be, you know, domestic and abroad. So um, the cool thing is, you know, with these film festivals, it creates opportunities for um, the film to be seen all over. So, you know, if you, you know, if we have like our last film, we, we were, you know, we had a screening in New York, a couple of screenings in New York and um, uh, Austin and all over. So I think, you know, that's really cool because as our community grows through opportunities like this one, even, you know, and your community starts to, um, kind of get pinged into it and things like that you know when the film does start becoming released um, around the country you know that's an opportunity for us to connect in new communities and new people so um, but yeah for now I think you know Instagram and the website's probably the the best, easiest way <clears throat> well thank you guys so much for coming on today and to wrap this up I always say that when I have these conversations, I don't intend to leave an impact on the person that I'm talking to because I'm not like some inspirational, preachy type of person like that. But if, if there's anything that you've learned from our conversation, I'm curious to know what you've learned today. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I think or what you've taken away from this. I think being able to just have conversations about the journey, you know, I think that that's a very helpful thing. And um, being able to have dropped in conversations like that, rather than uh, a lot of the times in this uh, city, at least of LA, um, people ask, what you've been up to or how are you doing? And people start talking about work uh, right away. And, you know, obviously uh, our work is a great deal of our lives as creatives because the clock's never really stopping with that. But um, I've, I've definitely been trying to practice that in my own life. And, you know, even today, just like having that reinforced of just being able to just like have a conversation, you know, and if, and if the, the work does get brought up, it's always interesting hearing about how the, the journey has been up to that work. Uh, so that I would definitely say that. I hope that I can have you guys back to promote whatever you would like to. And I thank you guys for coming on today. Absolutely. And appreciate you for having us, DJ Bob. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Um, it was a pleasure. And uh, yeah, let's keep in touch and take care and we'll talk soon. You got it. Thanks.